little bit. Um, really uncomfortable to sit on a bar chair without a bar <laughs> without an actual bar and yeah. like where I have to lean <laughs> yeah yeah that's, it feels good <laughs> hey I am Marianne you're watching move on this is a storytelling podcast where I invite people like myself uh, who moved to another country and to speak about immigration, um, traveling, languages, and basically how does it feel to be a foreigner? And I didn't plan that my first episode ever will be about Latin America. <laughs> Latino Americano. I have like uh, people who knows me. Uh, I mean, they know that I have a connection with the Latin America for no reason. Uh, but I do have. So, and to be more specific, this episode is about Brazilian experience, and more specifically, it will be Enrique's experience. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm Hi. so, so, so happy to have you here. Hi, Maria. I'm really happy that you invited my. I'm really honored to be here, and it's really nice to be just talking to you about our, our experience together. It's really great to be here. Thanks for, for the invite. <laughs> that's, that's really awesome. And... I already know that you have so many stories and you are, I'm, I'm jealous. You are freaking young and you already have like a bunch of stories yeah. and I have like, <laughs> but okay, to be fair, I, I recently moved mm -hmm. and maybe exactly that's why I kind of gained my experience. And mm -hmm. now I have a desire to know what, what is uh, experience of others. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, please tell me. And, and every time I hear something, it's so different. Like none of those stories are the same. I'm like, that's crazy. It, <laughs> yes. it, it's not like mine. It's not like anyone's. It's, uh, I love it. I love it. I love to hear it every, every time. And that's why that's, mm -hmm. that's how this podcast actually was born. Yes. I, I really think it's great, you know, so, so our experience is really enriching because we are traveling and seeing other cultures, different people. So I think it expands your mind. You, you learn so many things from different people and you, you, you are able to see that like you, you were living in a small world with your friends and family. And once you start traveling or visiting other places, if you're able to, uh, that's a great experience that, I mean, um, I, I spent money on traveling, of course, yeah. but it's something that I never regret doing. It's, it's really great. I, I would rather spend money and time with traveling than in buying things, for example. So that's a really great experience that uh, anyone who are able to should, should do. Yeah. Do you count countries you visited? Um, more or less. I do. More or less, <laughs> I have a yes. list. <laughs> how, how many you did? 17. 17? And you're saying that you have more experience than me. How many countries you've been? Uh, probably f five or six. No, mm. seven to eight. Something like this. Well, I can say. I okay, can yeah, count. Yeah, yeah. count. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's go. Panama, Canada, US for a weekend. Uh, England. So that's four. Uh, Poland, Rep Czech Republic, uh, Spain, Portugal, and wow, well, I, I, I was in Germany, but from the airport to Poland, so mm. I don't know if it okay. counts. Yeah. <laughs> so it's eight. 
Mm. Plus your country. Plus Brazil, so nine, yes. Nine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, come on. It's just <laughs> because I also been in some places just for a weekend. Okay. Um, uh-huh. Like Germany, for example. Mm-hmm. It's it's really close to Poznan and we are located in Poznan. Mm-hmm. Uh it's really close and you just go for a weekend. So yes. it's not like much of experience, but Wow, but you, you can check mark. Yes, in that's, what yes. that's what I did. That's what I did. Exactly. <laughs> I even counted the um, the country, uh, Kazakhstan, mm-hmm. and I was there when I was really, really small. So I mm-hmm. don't have a memories about it, but I've been. Ah, okay. Check. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And well, I I had the the idea of now that I am in Poland to, uh, and it's easier in Europe to visit every European capital. Mm. Uh, but then That's COVID fun. happened, <laughs> so I'm postponing my plan, saving some money, and for now, probably only traveling inside Poland. But that's a thing that I want to do, to travel around Europe, every capital, and then, of course, to spend uh, around the world, because there are really a lot of things to see and to 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 visit for sure for sure that's that's for sure <laughs> yeah covid please go away please. <laughs> we we have so many that's the, the this year uh the most common phrase and that covid game <laughs> yes COVID exactly changed everything destroyed everyone's plans yep. yeah so we had oh, to yeah. to adapt for sure but before that i i, I had many many plans but now i'm just just waiting on on it to pass, and I'm t- I'm probably trying to see if I can travel around Poland because also it's a country that is nice to 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 see some some places around. Y- yeah. You you've been only in Poznan. I've been in Poznan. I've been to Krakow, uh, Warsaw, of course. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, I've been to to Łódź, to Torun. Uh, to Gdańsk. Oh to come on! You covered the whole Poland. Where, where <laughs> you want to be else? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think I think I can start seeing you know uh, places that are not very touristic. So maybe to to go to the east and okay, okay. and yeah and countryside or something. So that's that's the idea. But I can wait for now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe you 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 maybe you didn't visit like. Uh, I don't know, Krakow, but you did. I didn't go to like, Wrocław, for example, that okay. everyone says it's really nice and it's not far from Poznan. So Neither do I. Yeah. That's so weird. I've been in, in Berlin, but I, I never been in uh, Wrocław or Krakow. So mm, you it's, should. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. Uh, a lot of recommendations, but yeah. I'm here for... Um, I've been here in Poland for four years already. Okay. Four and something. Uh-huh. And you? Two years. A little more than two years. Yes. Okay, you came for study. Uh, well, that's a very common question that of people course. say, and <laughs> I noticed that for most of foreigners, not most, but a lot of them, the my answer is the same answer as then because I came for a Polish girl. Oh yes, <laughs> bingo, <laughs> jackpot! Yes. I love it. I yes. Love it so much. Yes. I didn't uh, expect that, but it's like... <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see. So yeah, I came uh, because I I met this Polish girl on an app that was basically to practice English. And we could you could ch- exchange messages then on video calls and so on. So we were exchanging messages. Then we started talking on Facebook. Uh, and then... And this was uh, for like one year, just talking on mm-hmm. Facebook. 
Uh, and that's when I went for my first international trip. I went to Canada and it's when I gained more confidence with my English. So then I started talking more with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she did one crazy thing that she decided to go to Brazil to visit me. Oh, so we, we didn't, we never met in person before that. So it was, I, when, when we met, I told her like, you, you are a little bit insane because I could be a murderer or something, but you came here to visit me and yeah, she stayed in, in Brazil for a month. So then it was like, we were, we were dating for mm-hmm. two years in long distance Okay, long distance. Yeah, okay. so we would see each other every five months, let's say, and yeah, I would go, I would come to to Poland, and I usually came here on winters because, <laughs> uh, yeah, very logical. Yeah. One thing is that like I I I wasn't used growing up to see snow, so ah, every so opportunity. For you it was exotic. Yeah? Yes, exactly. Okay. It's like it's it's like Europeans in general they like the tropical vibes and so on the warm weather and it's uh, our everyday life so I specifically I would like to come here in the winter to see snow okay. and be cold so <laughs> I would always come here on on winters and and she would visit me in Brazil for a carnival or usually during summer but uh, every day every month is summer in Brazil so <laughs> Uh, not much of a difference so yeah uh and even though uh we broke up after one year uh, after two years i moved to to poland right to to stay with her mm-hmm. uh and we we were together for one year and after we broke up but i decided to to stay here because i really loved the country oh, like yeah. the food wow. the, the the people and i had a job finally because it also took a lot of time to find a job uh, but I decided to stay anyways and it's um, a decision that I I don't regret although I really miss I have saudade of home <laughs> uh, of my friends and family in Brazil I, I am really enjoying my my life in here it's really it's been really great yeah oh wow <laughs> yes. okay that's a pretty standard story yes I came exactly. for a girl and fell in love with a country uh, but, but it's great I mean that's great that we discover that this place mm-hmm. has a meaning for us. And we yes. Like, yeah, that's feel, that feels cool. I mean, I, I I never in my life would imagine that I would end up in Poland. Oh yeah. And and same uh, here. Okay. Yes, and then I was <laughs> when when I started dating this girl, I started researching about the country. Then I found oh, this might be interesting. And and once I arrived here, I, I fell in love with it. It's mm. so beautiful. Uh, the landscapes, the architecture, the food is amazing. And yeah, I'm really enjoying it here. Is it is it because like it's exotic for you? Uh, well, it it might be. It might be. Uh, I think we are attracted to exotic stuff. I also attracted yeah. to to Latin America because mm-hmm. for me, like summer, the whole year is like, what's that? <laughs> exactly. Like, what? There only two seasons: dry and wet. <laughs> that's it. No yes. winter, no snow, palms, and like yes, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, and also, I am. Uh, I was attracted by food, local uh-huh. food, local yeah. hospitality. So we kind of like whoop. <laughs> yeah, we did the the opposite. Yeah, we exchanged. We but feel the op- the opposite, and uh, yeah. 
That's why I'm asking. Maybe because that's because it's exotic. I think it might be something sweet because uh, we we are we kind of are attracted to what we don't have very often, very or it's not very common in in the place that we are usual to usually there. Mm. Uh, and yeah, that's that's a funny thing because. Uh, I don't know if you've been in Palmiarnia in here. Oh, That's yeah, yeah. this place for, for plants in here, for exotic plants <laughs> to see. Do you feel like at home there? Exactly <laughs> that. I, I I went I went with my mom when she visited me one okay. one time. Uh, and we were checking the plants and uh, we were with some friends as well. And they were saying, oh, they're, the palms, they're so exotic. Oh, these tropical plants. And then I was saying to my mom, mom, it looks like grandma's backyard. <laughs> It was so familiar to us that yes. okay, this is nice, and it's nice that people really like it. But for for me, it was it was very common. So I think <laughs> what what you said kind kind of makes some some sense. This is some our sense. salad. This is what uh, we eat, right? Is yes, it? exactly. Ah, oh, this is uh, what your grandma uses for for her hair. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, I experienced the same because I had one date in Palmerna with mm -hmm. a Latin guy. Mm -hmm. And he was exactly pointing and stuff and says like, <laughs> we have this, we have this, mm -hmm. we have that. It's like, is it not a, this is not a museum. This is like, I feel like at home on my, <laughs> on my backyard. Yes. It was so, exactly like that. I'm it, like, okay, okay. Yes. So I think, I think it makes sense that uh, we are attracted to what is kind of exotic yeah. uh, to us, to us somehow. Yeah. And, uh, well, about, about people, for example, uh, in Brazil, actually, we, we have all kinds of people, like uh, about skin color or the way of their hair. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, it's a huge country. Yes, oh, you, yeah. So, it, it, actually, a, a fun fact is that uh, in the black market, the Brazilian passport is the most expensive one. I uh, don't want to know why you know that, but okay. <laughs> for, for legal reasons, I won't comment on that. <laughs> but uh, it's the most expensive one because anyone can be Brazilian. There is no... I, although people would think I'm, there I'm is... <laughs> although people would think there is a stereotype, you know, some, some uh, dark color skin or like uh, tanned skin or okay. so on. Uh, anyone could could be Brazilian mm. because if you go to the south of Brazil, you see uh, many European immigrants and their descendants living mm -hmm. there. Uh, their whole neighborhoods or sometimes even cities that are with entirely from from people from from Poland, from Germany, okay. and so on. Any uh, <laughs> I'm not aware. Maybe, but <laughs> I I don't. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. And then uh, you, you can go to, to the Northeast and then there's some people, some immigrants and descendants from Netherlands and from, from Africa. So it's a, it's a complete mix. Mix. Okay. Yes, exactly. Do you know like your mix? What are, what are you? Do you know your cocktail? <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a, lot, a lot of ingredients in there. Yeah, okay. because um, my, from my mom's side, uh, my great great grandma or something i don't know <laughs> uh she is italian uh, and then from my father's side uh i have some portuguese uh, asc ascendancy but also uh, african ascendancy and uh, native americans as well okay. so it's a uh, the whole 
a I home like mix. It. Yeah, I like yeah. It. It's it's really really interesting salad. <laughs> yes, <laughs> cocktail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I I also wonder what is my cocktail, even though mm-hmm. I. So far, as I know, I'm pretty Slavic, uh, mm-hmm. but I have uh, some hope <laughs> that uh-huh. I have some Asians in, in, in my uh, roots. Okay, but, uh, okay. But I want to check it. And it, it's really common right now to do a DNA test. Ah, yes. I always wanted to do that. Yes, yes I, I really, really want, because I want to know that I'm also a mix. I, I don't want to be just plain Slavic, but... I really want to have something like, I feel like, uh, I don't know, I'm inside of me, like a small Latin American woman, I don't know. Because I but feel it's, like... it's not in, in your DNA, it's in your heart. And, and I know you, you dance and you, yes. you like music. I arrived here, listen to Brazilian music <laughs> and so on. So What's it's your name? In it's like Marilha Marilla? Marilla Mendonça. Mendonça, yeah. yes. Uh, they're hard to pronounce. So, to my Brazilian friends watching, can you believe that this Russian girl was was listening to Marilia Mendonça when I arrived here? Yes, yes. it's true. Yeah, uh, yes. and I and I keep listening her while mm-hmm. I'm working, and I just have uh, on Spotify the what what it calls like a. Uh, list mm-hmm. mm, list of uh, Brazilian bachatas mm, or okay. just Brazilian top 20, top 100, something. Uh-huh. Because I don't know, <laughs> I really love how Brazilian um, sounds in songs uh-huh. specifically. I, do, I don't really like when they speak. I don't feel mm-hmm. anything. But once they start to sing, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's better than Spanish. Sorry, Spanish. <laughs> Sorry, Hispanic people. But it, it really feels like I don't know, it feels, I don't know, some power, some, Mm -hmm. uh, they really mean it, they really mean it. I remember once in here, um, I went with a friend because she, she is a dancer. So she went to, uh, Bedgosch to, to give a Brazilian dancing workshop. Okay. And some, some lessons in a Brazilian, uh, restaurant. And I, I went just because of the Brazilian food that we had in there because <laughs> I, I needed it and I felt I, I, I missed home less after I ate the Brazilian food in okay. there. But uh, she was she was doing this dancing workshop and all, all the Polish ladies, they were dancing. But usually in, in, in dancing in general, for some reason, uh, men don't feel confident to go up and there and dance. So usually there are a majority of women on that place without their pairs to oh, dance. Oh, got it. Okay, yes, yes, yeah? yes, yes. Uh, and I was chilled, eating my food. And then my friend called, hey, you have to help me here. You have to pair with 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 uh with them with someone at least and then i said with whom and then she said well with everyone that doesn't have a person oh damn (laughs) so yeah so i i was dancing with with them but uh brazilian dance and in general latino music and dance we are let's say kind of sensual and warm so we we have to dance really close to the other person and feel the other person so i was trying to get the person close to me so we could actually dance the brazilian music but they are always very you know my space <laughs> like i can't do this no yeah, no no, no. Like this, yeah. yes yes and like a robot so <laughs> it was a challenge but uh from time to time we we find some 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 people from here that they really really have it yeah and 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 i think that's one of the 
of the difference that if we are to talk about uh, Polish people in general and compared to, to Latinos and uh, without trying to, to, to stereotype or generalize anything, but uh, for most of the time, uh, people here, they, they, would, they would feel like they're more, they're colder, okay. let's say. Uh, and Latino people and Brazilians, they're more chill, they are more excited and warm. And from my experience, I feel like it uh, for most of the time. Mm -hmm. I feel like per, for, per my experience in here, uh, not only in dancing, but when you meet someone from here in general, uh, they are, let's say, colder or just formal. Okay, okay, let's okay, say. okay. that makes sense. Okay. Yes. Uh, and no, Brazilians are not. One, one thing, for <laughs> what example, what a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> for 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 six months, my first six months in here, I started missing uh, hugging people. Okay. Because in Brazil, as soon as you meet someone or someone introduced to you, hey Maria, this is Enrique, uh, you hug and you give a kiss in the cheek. That's that's basic for us and and very common. And in here, you just shake hands maximum. When, once. With a man. Exactly. Yeah, yes. you don't touch women. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Just hi or shake yeah. hands. And that's it. Uh, so for six months, I was really, really missing it. Like this this contact with people. Mm -hmm. Because it was very normal for me that I I didn't notice before that I needed it. Once I I lost it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, And for six months, I was like that. And then one day I was uh, in a group of friends and there was one, one Polish girl that she said, oh, I'm, I'm leaving, I'm going home. And I, I was a few drinks in already. So I went to say goodbye to her and basically I forgot I was in Poland. So <laughs> I went for a hug and I kissed her in the cheek and she froze. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Are we are dating right now?" It's like, uh, "It was. Where is my ring? <laughs> is he proposing me? What's going on?" <laughs> exactly. She 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 froze. Oh my god! Uh, and then I I I remember that where I was with whom I was. So I said, "Oh no, sorry. I I I completely forgot. That's not how we do things here. I'm sorry. I apologize." And then she actually said, oh, well, no, it's fine. Let's do it the Brazilian way. So she hugged me back and kissed me in the cheek. Oh, and I said, so okay. Nice. okay. Yeah, I, I, I feel this, the, this warm that uh, Brazilians have in general it, as a positive thing. Uh, because if I even go back to, to my first uh, trip uh, abroad that I went to, to, to Canada, in there I met many, many Asians, specifically Koreans. And some of them are, are friends of mine until today. So mm -hmm. it's really great. Uh, but I think it was my first cultural shock that I had that I understood that uh, the way that I do things is not the way people do things. Yeah. So uh, with, with these people that I met, Uh, it was it was like like you mentioned. There were some other Latino people, some people from Mexico, some people from Colombia in there, and we would uh, greet each other with a hug and a kiss. Okay. And and there was one one Korean girl that she came to me. She said, "Are you are you two guys dating?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, but why? Well, because you were kissing and hugging." I said, "Wow, well, that's how we say hi to each other." <laughs> And then she got a little bit impressed and quite scared and said, well, uh, just don't do it. 
with me. And I said, wow, okay, I respect your your ways, let's say. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I became cl uh, close friends with, with this girl. And, and there was one day that was her birthday. And I came for a hug. I said, oh, it's birthday. Come on. So I went for a hug and she stopped me with like both her of her hands <laughs> in my chest and no. <laughs> and I said, oh, shit, sorry. So happy birthday. Then I know I, I started watching and even her friends, other Korean uh, guys, they were they surrounded her and with gifts and say, and singing and so on. Mm -hmm. But no one touched it. It was just like happy birthday and give the, the gift. Happy birthday. And very, very polite, very formal. And I said, wow, this is this is really different. I, I would never imagine anything like this. And and to her, I was saying, okay, and one day, because I was there for only a month and she was about to, to leave, uh, to go back to Korea. Uh, and I said, before you leave, I will give you a hug. <laughs> and she said, ah, you can try, you can try. So okay. I only hugged her <laughs> on, on on the day that she was, she was in the airport leaving. So mm -hmm. it was our goodbye hug. Uh, but... What, what I mean is that people in general, they, they I think uh, people miss it somehow or they don't know they miss it. For example, there was one, one, one Japanese guy in there that he was watching how we Latino people would greet each other. And he, he came to me and he told me like, it's really nice how how you how warm you are with each other. This probably feels good. And I said, wow, yeah, I think, it, I mean, it's my everyday life mm -hmm. and I like it. And he was saying, well, yeah, I think you probably like it because I, I don't have it in, in my, with my family, with my friends, we don't hug. Mm -hmm. And and then I asked, like, you don't hug at all your friends, your family, your parents. And then this guy, he was like, I don't know, 22 years old. And he said, well, I never hugged my my father. And that I was really impressed. I said, "Wow, that's that's something different." And then I said, "Wow, do you want a hug now?" <laughs> and he said, "Yes, I want a hug." Really? Yes. Oh wow! Yes, and so open-minded. Wow. Yes. So I, I I really liked this this exchange, and uh, and I I I know he he liked it because he thanked me, and it was I think it was a really great experience for him. And, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and for me, it was just wow, another hug with a friend. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> another hug. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but in, in, in here in Poland, uh, I said that people usually are colder at first time meeting. But as soon as you know these people, as soon as you have one drink with them, <laughs> then okay. it changes completely. Then they are the warmest people ever. They are your best friends. They are there for whatever you need. And they hug. They talk to you. It's it's amazing what uh, what some alcohol do <laughs> with people. Okay. Uh, but yeah, with time they they get closer closer to you, and and that's that's that feels great. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but Asia is like uh, it's another world. I watched a lot of uh, like some some 
some days mm -hmm. in the past i watched a lot like korean dramas like dramas ah, okay yes uh, mm -hmm. i don't know uh anime mm -hmm. uh, when i was a teenager i watched it a lot That's and I, i've learned some behaviors some patterns in uh -huh. their behavior and even like especially for korea like holding hands that's already like a huge deal mm -hmm. to hold her or his hand yes. i'm like oh wow that's like this completely different level of i don't know what is that it's a respect re relationship between people uh -huh. but yeah um yeah yeah it's 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 there's some some small things in, in cultures that uh if we are in that culture we we don't notice how different or how weird this might be yeah absolutely uh, we got to used to, to different people. things so we were raised yeah. with uh, certain things these things are mm -hmm. good these things how it should be and then you face some uh, I, I always like to joke that uh, to see the aliens, you don't need to go away from our <laughs> planet, just visit another country and yeah, you will be true. shocked because there are so many aliens. It's like, hey, what's yes. going on here? Specifically if it's in a country that you don't know the language, like Poland, for example. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, yes. But yes. in that case, I feel like I'm the alien. So yeah, that's, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely a minority here. So <laughs> do you feel like a minority? Minority? Oh, yes, for sure. Spe specifically for not knowing the language. And wow, my face tells me I'm not Polish. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it has some, some, some interesting uh, adventures. Yeah, about it. My handwriting is awful. Hmm. I, 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 and I'm an artist, just. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it's as bad as mine, so. How they do it in a Starbucks? It's just like. <laughs> ta -da, ta -da. And, and, and hearts. A freestyle. <laughs> I'm nervous. Oh, that was really cool. That was really cool. Your turn. <laughs> Damn it. I think it's been years since I last wrote, you know, handwriting, not like... Yes, for, I knew. So. The same, the same. <laughs> uh, okay, let's uh, see. Oh, you're, you're left handy. Ooh, yes. Okay. okay, we'll make a heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a proper, proper. Oh, I love it. It looks nice. <laughs> cheers, cheers. Uh, any any Portuguese? Saúde. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. Uh, you have to try it. You have to try it. Saúde. Saúde. Perfect. That's mm, perfect. Mm. <laughs> I, I I listen too much um, Brazilian music, so I think my yeah. pronunciation is good. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. Mm. Yeah. Uh, speaking about uh, Brazilian songs, they keep saying uh, um, one one thing that saudade. Saudade, yes. Which Good is... pronunciation, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and I, uh, once I asked uh, a person who studied Portuguese, like, what does it mean? And uh -huh. he couldn't explain it to me. Because yes. it, it seems like there's no explanation for that. But it's like, you know, what does it mean? The word is exist. Yes. But like, so how to explain it? it... Uh, I mean, there is no exact translation to, to English or other languages, but... I would say is that um, melancholy is that sad feeling that you feel when you miss something so much. So when you miss if your friends, you feel a little bit sad and sometimes also nostalgic. So you feel that you have saudade of them. 
but it's it. not miss. It's not miss because uh, yes, it's, it's different. <laughs> it's hard to grasp. Yes, it's, because exactly <laughs> that's uh, I know. Okay, what's the word for miss? I miss you. Uh, then it's then it's a phrase like eu sinto sua falta. You also feel. Uh, that you miss, but it's different from saudade. Saudade is more intense. Ooh. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> My God, that, I, I love it. I love it, and mm -hmm. it, it's really weird uh, word because it reminds me a Russian word, and actually an English word, soldiers, soldate. Ah, okay. And I'm like, what uh -huh. the heck? They keep saying, about, keep singing about soldiers, I and mean, maybe it's, <laughs> soldiers, <laughs> <laughs> saudade, saudade. Like what? Uh, yeah, it's it's different, and yeah, you usually feel saudade from ab about your friends, your family, your lovers, uh, but also about uh, things. Or, or for example, from Brazil, I miss the food in Brazil, so I can say that I mm -hmm. really have saudade from Brazilian food, for example. Okay. <laughs> well, we we signed the 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 cup, and this reminds me of uh, Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one time. Well, in here, in general, people, they, I, when I started learning a little bit of Polish, I wouldn't know what they're saying in the shop. So if, if the person asks for my name, I'll, I'll know to answer my name, like the phrase. Mm -hmm. So in Starbucks, I, I had already the, uh, the whole vocabulary, right? So, <laughs> uh, specifically for Starbucks. <laughs> so then I, the person asked my name and I said, uh, first, like my name in Portuguese, in Brazil, it's Enrique. <gasps> it's okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so first try, I said Enrique, and then the person was, hmm. Oh, that was very good. No, no, no. I don't. <laughs> I don't really. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> and then I said, okay. I think I I might have to to give it more Spanish sort to this. So I said Enrique. And then they said, ah, okay. So <laughs> they, they wrote. And then when I saw it was com written completely wrong, even oh. either Portuguese or Spanish version, it was wrong. It was with a K instead of Q, U, and it was a mess. <laughs> and then I started to say, okay, so I, I will try to make it easier for them because uh, I actually don't mind. Like I will try to, to say my name or people, if you, they want to call me with a easier version, for me, it's fine. I know that there's some people that it's not okay, but for me, it's fine. So I was saying, okay, maybe uh, an English version of my name, maybe, maybe Henry or Harry or Hendrik. I don't know. Wow. Okay, okay. Uh, but again, they they never got it right, and they never <laughs> wrote it correctly, or they didn't say, "Oh, it's my pronunciation" or, or anything. So one day I said, "Okay, so now uh, fuck it, I'll <laughs> I'll say something completely different." So they asked my name, and I said, "My name Tom. is Piotr." <laughs> That's smart. That's smart. <laughs> well, <laughs> I said Piotr, and then the the clerk looked at me up and down. <laughs> Didn't say a word. Okay. And I said, well, yes, I know I don't look like Piotr. Just just don't write anything. Yeah. Because Piotr is a very Polish name or Slavic name. And <laughs> look at me. I don't. So. Who knows? Maybe your mother <laughs> is a Polish. They don't have a right to judge you. But... Yes, I agree. But... I agree. But they, they didn't feel like it was Piotr. And but they I were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine the situation. <laughs> just the second when she's like. Yes. Piotr. <laughs> Exactly. Is it you? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel you so. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's not easy with, with, with the names and with the language. 
uh, in general. But and, he, but you had exchange uh, language exchange with you, with your girlfriend. Uh, well, while we were together, like we would speak mostly in English. Okay. And I I started taking some Polish courses, but. Polish language is really, really difficult. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm still taking classes and okay. like I actually stopped for a while. Then now I'm, I'm back, uh, but I'm still on, on basic level. Mm -hmm. uh, but the weird thing for me is that uh, comparing compared to Portuguese, Polish has all the same sounds as Portuguese. Uh, they are just written differently and yeah, spoken okay. different, but all, all the sounds we have. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's quite easy to pronounce for pronunciation. Okay. Pronunciation is easy. Uh, once I, I learned how to pronounce some words or some letters or a couple of letters, for me, it's easier to pronounce. Uh, but what would not be a problem is actually a huge problem for me because I can pronounce well, mm -hmm. but I don't have vocabulary, grammar, or whatever. But when I speak, people think that I am fluent. No way. Be That's <laughs> exactly. so good. No, it's not, because then they, Dang, okay. they keep starting ah. speaking Polish, and they don't believe once you say that you don't speak. I yeah. feel you, I feel mm -hmm. you. I don't know if you ever saw my Spanish videos. Mm -hmm. uh, music videos. Yes, yes. People I... keep saying like your Spanish is like good. Exactly. And they and they speak to me in Spanish. I'm like I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I just sing in Spanish. Yeah. But, but you're you're fluent. Your pronunciation. So yeah, I feel. Yes, yeah, exactly. Feel... Yeah, your your videos are this example because you are very very good pronunciation as well. Yeah, but and then when you said you didn't speak Polish, are you like Spanish? Spanish. Or... Why? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Hard to believe. Yeah. Exactly. So I understand. Yeah, I had a few a few few times that I was, I had to buy a, a battery lamp, you know, to, to go camping. Okay. Uh, so I was learning how to say this word in the morning and how to order it. Mm -hmm. And then I went to the shop specifically for that. And there was a, an old Polish lady, like worst nightmare because they usually won't speak English. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I used my best Polish and I ordered the, the, Uh, the bad, the battery lamp in Polish, Japanima lamp in a battery, and then and then, but before I said in Polish that I don't speak Polish, I excused myself. I don't speak Polish, but do you have this? And then she she completely lost it. She was like, "Boże, what the hell? Of course you speak Polish. You're fluent." And then they, <laughs> they started speaking Polish with another client, and they were laughing, looking at me, and I was completely lost. And Aww. I was, "Oh, sorry, sorry, don't give me my product." And yeah, not not once, not twice, like many times, <laughs> many many times this this happens. Yeah, but I think it will take for me uh, a few years yet to to. I have a good grasp of, of the language. I can't have any long conversation yet mm -hmm. uh, with Polish, but this doesn't stop me from 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 going going out and trying and meeting people and yeah. Through the conversation, I think that's the best way to mm -hmm. learn the language, and yeah. you are in the environment, mm -hmm. so it will be it will be easier, uh, and you are putting some effort, so. Yeah, yes, exactly. You will be fine. Yeah, that's cool. Do you know more languages? You know Spanish. You know Portuguese. Just, yeah, it's Spanish, Portuguese, and, and Portuguese. English. And yeah. I, okay, mm -hmm. okay, okay. Yeah, 
And right now I'm stuck with Polish because I would like to learn new languages. Uh, Russian is one of them, but like I have to learn Polish first to move on. And Why do you need Russian? A... What the hell? I don't know. I, I, I like it. It, it. it sounds nice, although it sounds really threatening. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how you're using it. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I imagine. It sounds really, really not threatening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you look friendly and sound friendly. So I think it depends also on the, on the person. But yeah, I think... I, I know what you mean. I know yeah. what you mean, yes. I, I like the sound of it. And yeah, I, I have some, some, some Russian friends or uh, from... Ukraine as well. I, my flatmates, they basically talk between themselves in, in, in Russian. Are they Ukrainians? Uh, there are two guys from Kazakhstan and one girl from Ukraine. Mm. And uh, they barely speak English. Like only one of them speaks more or less, mm -hmm. but we still use translator <laughs> uh, to do that. And Yeah, and there was there was one time that uh, the girl thought that I I was the one that let the the kitchen dirty or something, and uh -huh. I wasn't even home. But when I arrived, she started talking to me in, in Russian, <laughs> and maybe that's why I feel like that was very threatening because I was quite scared of that. Okay, okay. And then for me, like it it looked like she was cursing a lot and and telling she would gut my family down or something. <laughs> uh, and then I was trying to explain like. Uh, Well, no, I wasn't here. I didn't do it in Russian. And I was like, oh, damn, I'm screwed. So then we used the, the translator and, and it solved. Well, I used the translator from English to, to Russian. Mm -hmm. she, she read it. And then I said, okay, you can write on my cell phone in Russian. So translate to English. But then she looked at the cell phone and then she was like, well, where, where is the Russian keyboard? <laughs> I said, well, why my cell phone would have Cyrillic? I don't know. Maybe, so that's why I think Russian it would be useful even here in Russian Poland. Russian keyboard. Where is Russian keyboard? That's so good. That's so good. Yes, exactly. So it would be useful for me as well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but it's a completely completely different alphabet, so that's, yes, that's yes, the challenge. Exactly. That's the challenge. I at, tried. At least with the Polish, it's the same letters that yes, you're using. Yes, yes. But with, yeah. With mm -hmm. the, it's, an, it's an extra challenge, definitely. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I even tried to do Duolingo for, for, for Russian, but I, I think I did only once or twice. And the only word that I remember was Velocipad, and that was it. Okay, we'll get this good one. <laughs> I mean, it's hard one because it's like very long, very ah, complex. Okay. <laughs> I applauded that. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But wow, you know, you know, you know more Spanish than I know Russian. That's for sure. Um, okay. At least the lyrics of the songs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also tried Duolingo with mm -hmm. the Spanish, but it never worked out. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It 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 doesn't stuck in my head the structures. Mm -hmm. Duolingo is not teaching you things, right? You are practicing yes. what you should already know, mm -hmm. like how yes. to build a sentence. They do not, they almost do not explain it. So. Yeah, it's a comp compliment. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. yeah I tried here and there. And uh, yeah, some songs, songs are definitely helping. Mm -hmm. So maybe you can take a look at the Polish songs. I don't know. Because they stuck in your head and you're like, yeah, mm -hmm. a mi me gusta mayores. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just stuck in you. <laughs> I, I, 
Do you know the meaning of this song? Yes, you know? yes, okay, yes, okay, yes. Okay. So you are you are aware. I oh, yeah. am fully aware of <laughs> the whole song. <laughs> exactly. I had a situation. Uh, uh, let's say it was a like a disco floor, like it was a disco. It was a wedding. Okay, so mm -hmm. we were on a on a dance floor, and a friend of mine, he is Latin. Mm -hmm. uh, but he, he's a really good Latin man, really intelligent. Okay, okay. But uh, waiting is not about intelligence. <laughs> so at one point they put reggaeton and they put this Same Me Gusta Mayores. All right. And I, I was singing it out loud. Of course, I was mildly drunk and uh -huh. I was like, ah, man, man, <laughs> and he was like, oh my God, oh my God. He was blushing. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, oh my God. I, feel, I felt so embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> that I knew that song yeah yes yes exactly. I should I should right well okay depends <laughs> depends whatever floats your boat I would say <laughs> but the same the same thing with uh disco polo in here that's what I'm saying it's stuck yes and it's I easy I, and it's stuck in your head I absolutely love disco polo I love reggaeton. So, is yeah. this a confession or something? It's no, like, because hello, my name is Maria. I love reggaeton. <laughs> hello, my it, name is Rigi. It's and more, it's more or less like it because uh, I think uh, Polish people had have strong feelings about it. What I noticed that you either it, there's a love and hate uh, relation with the music, uh, disco polo specifically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because and one one thing that people say like ah this is not like Polish culture or so on of course Pol Poland and po uh, Polish culture has a lot of more to offer but yeah there, if people are into that in, into this cheerful music uh, same as uh, reggaeton for mm -hmm. for uh, Latin music uh, you you go for it yeah but in here with with disco polo people say no 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 I. I don't like it. I that's not culture. But once they are in a party, once they are drunk, <laughs> they they sing it out of loud. Of course, they know the lyrics. Uh, yes, by heart. By heart. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's no always, exception. Yeah. It's always like that. <laughs> and and then is is the same with uh, I think with reggaeton in Latin countries mm -hmm. and in Brazil with sertanejo. That is this uh, kind of music that you listen to. Uh, Marília Mendonça. It's not bachata. No, it's called Sertanejo. Ooh. Yes, it's the, the specific uh, rhythm mm -hmm. of Brazil. Uh, and it's, it's, it's the same uh, love and hate situation. The most classic Sertanejos, you know, some people would say like, oh, no, I don't like to, to listen to it. This is not <gasps> Brazilian like culture. <sighs> and so but, but then once they are in a party, they are drunk, they, they sing it out loud and they know the lyrics. So okay. it's, it's, I think the same, the same, the same vibe. In my case, I think I am the, the, the stereotype of Brazilian. I, I like this kind of music. I like reggaeton also. Uh, I know how to dance this, this rhythm as well. Um, yeah, this, uh, th this, what you said, uh, Sertanejo. yeah, this one <laughs> doesn't have a uh, dance. Yes. Yes. It, um, I don't think it's similar to, uh, salsa or bachata. I think it could be closer to bachata, Okay. but I think it's, uh, slightly different. Cheers. <laughs> and you own me, uh, 
a drunk story. <laughs> okay. Mm. In fact... I mean, it's hard to be in Poland and not get wasted. At least once. Definitely. I lost count, but... <laughs> I mean... Uh, my first... My first house party in here mm -hmm. i was i was with my ex-girlfriend now and it was in it was the birthday of one of her friends and i think that the first thing that shocked me me as a brazilian was to notice that everyone in the party or at least couples they had their own vodka and i said yeah, this is normal. Like liter per person, no? Yes. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> you see how normal is it for you? Okay, yeah. So <laughs> for, for me, no, it was like, oh, people are really going to drink all of that. Well, it's okay. Uh, so then we started chatting and drinking. So everyone with the, the, the shots, the glasses and so on. And then I was in my head, well, I, I am a strong drinker i'm strong for alcohol at least that's what my my friends back in brazil say mm. like among my friends i am the the strongest so i think they should be fine for me mm -hmm. then uh we started drinking one two three shots four shots and then i remember my my girlfriend at the time she was like hey maybe we skip this one uh because i see that you are already a little bit you know crazy <laughs> I said, no, 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 I can do this. It's fine. Just another shot. Yeah, you will let me let me do this. So four, five. And then after the fifth, like I basically don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what happened. The story that I tell is just what people told me. Yeah, okay. Because it was a December in Poland, it was four years ago. I don't yeah, more no, three years. I don't. And it was really it was a really cold night in Poznan. Uh, it was, it was, I, I remember that I checked, it was minus 18. Yes, that's was a proper really winter. Yeah. Minus 18. Yeah. And I remember after the fifth drink that, uh, actually I don't remember. Again, they told <laughs> me that we were going out to, because uh, this was just the warm up to go to the party. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Just shots and, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's the story. That was the warm-up. <laughs> exactly, that's the warm-up. And, <laughs> and I was already not remembering things. Yeah. <laughs> so after five shots, people said, okay, let's go to, to, to the party, to the club, whatever. And I said, okay. So then I, I got up and then I started going out of the house uh, without my jacket. And without my shoes, <laughs> just leaving. So they, they just uh, pulled me back and they said, oh, okay, no, you, it's fucking cold outside. Just, just grab your, your jacket, your shoes, more, more importantly. When I went back, I saw the, the birthday guy. He was by himself at the table drinking. And I said, well, let me hug him. <laughs> I don't know. That, that would be the, the main yeah okay but actually uh i you know i don't remember but i have some flashes so I, yeah. I i know more or less how i was feeling about the situation that people told me i probably imagined that okay i i i need to, to drink with him because uh, he's by okay. himself drinking okay. so i'll go there mm -hmm. uh people said that i had three more shots of him so minor eight count, already eight okay. shots already 
uh, and we we left finally to 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 go to the party. This time with all cl- clothes on and so on. <laughs> Uh, but I was in a condition that I couldn't walk, right? So this this guy, he was helping me. He was literally uh, hugging me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and carrying me. Okay. So we were in 10 people. I don't remember, of course. But we saw the, the tram like far away. So people started running. <laughs> and I, I couldn't run. I couldn't run. So they, the guy... He said that uh, he would, we would take the next drum. Mm-hmm. So he would walk <laughs> with me. And the fun thing is that this guy, he didn't speak English. He spoke either uh, both Polish and Russian, but no English. No, okay. So I, I don't know how did we connect. I think it was the power of, of Vodka. And yeah, because he, he then he took me to the next drum. He said that I slept on the floor, like laying on the floor, not on the... What? Yeah, and it wasn't on the seat. It was on the floor. It's like... <laughs> uh, That's for five magic. Mi- for oh five minutes God. or something. And then... He was tired. I need to uh, he, Yes. And then he, <laughs> he, said, he said that I woke up and I, I told him that I wanted to, to eat McDonald's. <laughs> Uh, so he's, he, we stopped a few stops before where we should go. He took me to the McDonald's and I told him that I wanted to eat just raw bacon from McDonald's, not the burger, just raw bacon. So what, am I pregnant or something? I don't know. Uh, but he ordered me a burger, just a burger. Anyway, he paid for it. He was very nice. I took a bite and then I said, uh, I'll feel bad if I eat. So, and then I threw it in the bin. <laughs> yeah. So then like we, we, we took a Uber then to go to where the rest were. Uh, yeah. All problems that I gave him uh, and it was the birthday guy. So he was missing the party. Uh, so we met everyone else. Uh, and then we were walking towards the, the, the club or whatever that was. Then this part I remember because uh, we were walking on the sidewalk and people, they were evading like in something on the way. So they were just turning and and crossing. Mm -hmm. There was something in there, but I couldn't see what it was because there was nothing for me. (laughs) So I said, why, why, why people are doing this? So I I just went walking straight on it and uh, there was a puddle in there like water but it was minus 18 so it was basically basically ice and i slipped on it (laughs) so actually yeah like my butt went for five meters on the sidewalk and i was all bruised up and so on and and then my girlfriend said no no you have you are no in no conditions i'll take you home and i said no no come on we we i i would just drink a coca-cola or whatever and i'll be fine we, we have to party uh i mean i, I mean uh, at that point she understood that you are in a bad condition <laughs> excuse me yes yes <laughs> i would start to worry you once you left your shoes at home <laughs> yes you the, the be... evidence was there oh my god yeah. okay okay so they gave me cola i threw up and then she said okay now mm. now now it's time <laughs> now it's time uh so yeah, then we left to home and that was it. But this was like 
and it wasn't even midnight. Mm-hmm. And then and then <laughs> I found 6 out. 6 like, p.m. <laughs> yeah, we, okay, we started around I don't know nine mm. eight thirty nine. And then people were drinking, 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 and that was the warm-up, and then we were going to the party. But for me, I wasn't never used to that. Mm-hmm. Like midnight, people were starting to party, and I was already wasted. And I thought I was drunk for alcohol. And when when I told this to, to my uh, ex-girlfriend's family, they started laughing out loud. Like, you were strong for alcohol. I, I don't even want to see your friends. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, because then I compare to my friends in Brazil, mm. uh, my closest friends, like we, we like to, to go out and party and so on and we like to drink, um, but mostly like beer. Mm-hmm. In Brazil, it's more common that we drink beer or sometimes we make some, some drinks with our alcohol that's called cachaça. That's the one we make caipirinha with. That is very similar to, to vodka. But then we add uh, lime and ice and sugar, and we make some some cocktail, refreshing cocktail. cocktail yeah. Yes. Uh, but for example, every time I go to to Brazil, half of my luggage is some bottles of vodka. Oh, of course. <laughs> the other half is cabanose. Because yes, my friends yes, love it. Yes. It's really great. I, at some point, I was addicted myself. Yes. And I, yeah, that, that was the souvenir I was bringing to Russia as well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But exactly. I'm also guilty for eating them a lot. Oh, definitely. I, I yeah. eat them a lot. So my luggage is full of, of these things. And <laughs> But then I, I, I brought some Zhubruvka to my friends. They're one of the bison grass. Yeah. Because that's very different. I never tried anything similar before coming to Poland. So I wanted my friends to try. Uh, and then I, I compared uh, what happened there with my experience in this party. Because we were in six, seven people. We had, uh, everyone had one one beer. Uh, and that's a difference as well, I'll tell soon. But then I just had this one bottle of vodka. And with that, we drank for like two nights. Seven people, two nights, one bottle. Yes. <laughs> you see. Love it. <laughs> you see. Because then we, we were, like, there was one glass, we put ice on it, and we were just sharing and sipping. Uh, and, the, and then, like, they were just drinking and getting drunk with that and wasted. Mm. So, yeah, it was enough for, for two <laughs> nights, and it was a little bit like this left. Uh and then I was saying, okay, that's that's impressive to see the difference because in Poland, like one person would drink, would drink one liter in mm-hmm. one night, and they would be able to to have fun still. And yeah, some some of my uh, weakest friends they they drink like uh, three hundred milliliters of a beer, and they are wasted. They're mm-hmm. drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it was funny to see, to compare this. Even, even when, when, when I was dating uh, my ex-girlfriend and we were long distance, uh, when we would go out, uh, like I was going out in Brazil, she was going out here. And I would ask, for example, like, uh, how many beers did you, did you have or how many? Yeah. And so now I, I, had, uh, I had five beers. 
And I said, well, five beers, it's, it's uh, for me, if I said, no, it's okay. It's not much. And then, in, and then I was saying, I was going out in Brazil and she was asking, you know, saying, well, I had, uh, I don't know, eight or nine. And then she was, oh, that's, that's impressive. That's really nice. But, but then when we, when, when she went to Brazil, then we found out that the measure was different. Because one beer in here is half liter. Yeah. In Brazil, it's it? two. It's half of a. It's two two hundred fifty. It's like pinta or something. Uh, you know, like in Irish pubs, they drink pintas. Y yeah, so it's, but no, it's less than that because the the regular can of beer in Brazil it's like three hundred milliliters, and mm -hmm. that's how we count one beer. So whenever she was saying that she was drinking four or five beers, and I was saying like seven, eight or so on. <laughs> Most likely she was drinking more than me. Yes, because yeah, yeah. I don't think they have something less than half liter. Here. Exactly. And yeah, that, that was something that it, for two years we're counting like this and then we're no, 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 I'm sorry. You so drink cool. much more than me because yeah, in, in, I think in Brazil and in Latin America in general, because I, I, when I lived in Panama, I noticed that it's similar. Uh, we have these smaller cans of beer and in Brazil specifically we have one thing that's called uh, litrão that is the uh, one liter bottle of beer so mm. it's a glass a beer uh, bottle glass glass bottle of beer but we share it so we have smaller uh, glasses mm -hmm. then we share in a group so one litrão we share with five people and then we order another and another and another because I, I think I think it's more about the, the weather because uh, it's warm and then if you if you have half liter to get warm the beer will get warm mm -hmm. really fast and then you won't be good okay, and that's one okay. thing like we Brazilians really like cold ice cold beer so if we go to a place that the beer is not cold then we will never we're never going back. Okay, yeah. okay. And here I noticed that actually, depending on the place, you can have like not that cold of a beer mm -hmm. and people still enjoy it. I even found warm beer in here. That was really weird for me. If you go... Ah, yeah, yeah. Hot beer. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't personally okay. like it, <laughs> but it's just like, I know that it's a thing. Yeah. Uh, it's weird for me also. I think we don't... I mean, you can find it in Russia, but it's not common. Yeah, it was also uh, weird. And beer with the juice they do. Yeah, that's very common here. Yeah, also like what? <laughs> uh -huh. what, what are you what are you putting in the beer? With juice and and with straw. Like I don't I don't yeah. you, you use straw to drink beer as well? No, no, no. Yeah, because I I, I found it here. So, oh, wow. But actually, I was. I was I had this some kind of prejudice towards the, the juice in the beer. Mm -hmm. I said, like, "What the hell are you doing?" And then one day I was drunk and I tried. I said, "Well, it's actually nice, but I can't tell anyone." So I'm telling just you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. but of course I still prefer some some like stronger beers like Ipa and so on. And in Poland you find you can find some nice beers, but in general for me and I'm sorry Brazil all. The, the, the worst beer in Poland is better than the best Brazilian beer, at least the, the commercial ones. Because in there, it's, it's very light beer and usually have like a lot of water and corn and instead of like the real flavor uh, of the beers. So that's, mm. that's one thing. I like cultures uh, with a, like 
lower alcohol income. <laughs> uh, because I have a theory that um, in some countries, like heavy drinker, uh -huh. drinking countries, they drink for socializing. Okay. And in other countries where like people hug each other and have more, <laughs> I don't know, openness, uh -huh. they socialize and then they drink. It's just like a additional stuff to mm, okay. gather together. Here, you drink first to gather with people. Ah, like, okay. So mm -hmm. it's a different um, order. <laughs> I see what you, what you mean, yes. So here it feels weird if you just meet each other. And don't drink. And don't drink, yeah. Yes, yes, I think I think it's something. But in, mm -hmm. in, and, and I learned it with, uh, with Italy, with the uh, Italian people, because they also have like a different culture of drinking mm -hmm. and it's like really, really less. Mm -hmm. And... Exactly, they're so like into talking to each other, uh, meeting with the families, with the friends, just mm -hmm. to talk. They talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and they, I mean, they loved each other, they love the connection. Uh -huh. And then maybe like oh, some wine, maybe some sip and thing. They still want to stay conscious, I don't know, <laughs> and, <laughs> and have a conversation. Yeah, that's true. Uh, here's like a little bit different. I mean, same in Russia. So I, for me, it's not a big difference, mm -hmm. uh, but I prefer, and I am also was, um, I also was ashamed many times that I am not a proper Russian, that I don't <laughs> drink that much. And for me, what they do, it's a lot. Uh -huh. I, I feel okay. it's like, whoa, stop it. <laughs> my, my body is like a reject everything. It's mm -hmm. just two shots and like, blah, <laughs> Maria doesn't exist. <laughs> and it's like, oh, like weak. I'm not weak. That's how it should be. <laughs> yes. In my opinion. In my yeah, opinion. I completely agree. With I would like, like to socialize first. Yes, yes that, that makes sense. For, for me, for example, I'm now in a kind of a limbo. Okay. Because after two years in Poland, I am finally getting a little bit stronger for alcohol, let's say. But still, nothing to be proud of. Okay, but yeah, of course not. Of course not. And nothing compared to, to Polish people. Okay, okay. Let's say. So today I could let's say I could have drink drank those five shots and still go to the party and be okay. Okay. But but that would be the, the limit, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so now you know like your limit, yes, your balance. Yes, exactly. Okay, okay, Meanwhile, okay. like still Polish people could drink much more than that. So now yeah. I'm, I'm more or less used uh, to that. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I know that I, 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 sh I shouldn't and I won't try to keep up with Polish people. So <laughs> I know where, where I stand. But okay. when I go back to Brazil, uh, like uh, you, you want more it's like it's not enough for you no i well i i won't i won't be drunk or anything okay. because all my friends will be drunk with what they drink and i'll just be laughing at them so that's <laughs> the positive side but i'm not limbo because i am too weak for poland and too too mm. strong for for brazil in, in the sense of alcohol yeah but when whenever i go there now uh i just have my drinks and i just watch everyone getting drunk and People do that here with me. They just watch watch me getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe I should do a... Um, how to say... Yeah, my English. Okay. <laughs> Some section in my podcast. Drunk story. <laughs> That's be, nice. It will be a drunk story from each person. I mean, you should have one. Yeah. Uh, but I'm trying to remember if I if I do have... I do have one. Yeah, yeah but... Mm. 
I don't know, as a lady, it's not something that I should talk about. <laughs> ah, come on. As a Russian lady, maybe you should. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really weak, so I get drunk really fast. So uh, you've done like a um, English teaching in the past. Are you still doing that? Uh, not, not, not exactly English teaching, okay. but I, I worked with, uh, with translations. So actually my first official job in here was in a publicity agency, marketing agency, mm -hmm. uh, and it was in the content uh, department. So I was helping creating advertisements, uh, in English and also translating some of them to, to Portuguese. Yeah. And and right now I also do do translations mm -hmm. as a side job, basically from English to Portuguese or Spanish uh, to Portuguese as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is like a remote uh, thing, right? Yeah. So can, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Nowadays with COVID, like you, you exactly. can. That's the 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 one good thing because I see that uh, the way the world works in general. Uh, actually, many companies we saw that they they found out that <laughs> their their employees can work from from home yeah. and still be productive. So I think this will change. And yeah, uh, uh, this work that I do, I can just use my laptop when mm. uh, whenever whatever I am. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> If you need any translation from uh, Portuguese to Spanish, English, which I think you don't need in Poland, in Poland, <laughs> but if you would need, because, um, it's, I mean, it's online video, right? Uh, I mean, it's a YouTube video on YouTube. So yes. it's not only people in Poland going to watch it. Exactly. So. Yeah. And I would like to thank you, blah, thank you, of course, thank you. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, do you feel that, uh, like a shame of your accent? No, I don't. I, I don't feel... I no. hate my accent, that's so bad. No, I mean, I for me, I don't think anyone should feel ashamed of their their accent. But there's like, thank you. There's like, this love from Russia. It's like, no, <laughs> but you know, we, we don't, we don't speak, in, we speak English, but this is, is not our, our mother language. So I know we are, I think accent adds an extra spice and adds your personality. Or extra threaten. No, definitely. definitely. <laughs> you see, for you it will be like, oh, Spanish or to this accent, and for me it will be, stay away from you, woman. <laughs> I, I do sound dangerous sometimes. Mm -hmm. ah. But I mean, no, it's nothing that you, anyone should be ashamed because it's it's uh, you with your knowledge interpreting another language. So yeah, it's just you you as I said, you add your your personality to it. For example, I I have a friend, he he's a native English speaker and he only speaks English. Mm -hmm. So he mentioned like the fact that you you have your own language and you are of course native and proficient in that. And also you you know an beyond that you know english it's it's something to be really proud of no matter the 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 accent if you if you make uh, your communication available to others and people can understand that's that's the most important so yeah yeah i know <laughs> so yeah <laughs> but it it feels it feels sometimes uh, so, uh, i had time when i completely uh ignored the fact that I had accent. Mm -hmm. I was sure 
Yeah, let's say I was sure I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confident. Oh my god, I, I like just just so confident woman. And these days, uh, once I started to record myself uh -huh. in English, uh -huh. I, I I heard myself uh, like through the videos. I'm like, that's awful. <laughs> that's what people hear. Is, <laughs> is, oh my god, it's so bad. Yeah, I'm trying to be easy on that, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I am aware and. There are so many, you know, stand-up uh, comedian, comedians making mm -hmm. jokes about Russian accent <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> that I we are threatening. It, so. <laughs> I don't want to threaten people. I, I'm, no, nice. But I'm as, a nice girl. <laughs> as I said, it's a stereotype and, and it's as a joke. And as I said, like you are a nice lady and friendly. So in your case, it's not it's not like that. And yeah, I think it just it just adds your, your personality to it. And for me, it's actually it makes even better because uh, you experience uh, such different accents. And, and again, this also expands your 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 worldview in general, because there's so many languages, so many different cultures. And mm. uh, I think I think it's just nice to, to have all these differences uh like combining together, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but at least I have a good accent in Spanish. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's my uh, safe place. Yeah. <laughs> you know that uh, I I saw some also some comedians that they, more than once, that they were saying that Portuguese, Portuguese sounds like a drunk Russian person mm -hmm. trying to speak Spanish. Okay, okay. And <laughs> yeah, I think it, yes. it's, it makes some kind of sense because uh, Portuguese, like, let's say it's uh, stronger than Spanish. We have some, some, we have more layers of sounds mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, than Spanish. And that's why actually like Portuguese speakers can understand Spanish like 80% without studying it. Mm -hmm. But Spanish speakers don't understand Portuguese. Yes, I heard about yeah. that. That's so unfair. Uh, but yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And yeah. And then they said that yeah, Portuguese looks like a Russian drunk person trying to speak Spanish. Spanish. Because Russian is <laughs> like a, a, it seems like a powerful language with strong uh, sounds, sounds as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, once I've met uh, here in Poznan, it was like a house party. Mm -hmm. I've met a person from Portugal mm -hmm. and we spoke in English, of course. Mm -hmm. And at the very beginning, I was like, you are Russian. Because he's, uh, he also had this whiz, uh, rrr, strong sounds. I was like, you are freak, you are Russian, you are messing up with me. She said, no, 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 I'm Portuguese. And I go, no, 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 you are Russian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was so confused. It it, it sounded for me, it's uh -huh. like I couldn't believe. Uh, I mean, but in English, right? And yes, yes. The, the accent of, of the, the native so speaking cool. English. Yeah. That was so cool. And it's very, Portuguese from Portugal is very different from Portuguese from Brazil. No way. I, I went to, to Lisbon for mm -hmm. a weekend as well when I was in Spain and it took me like half a day to get used to their accents because they speak really fast for me and like they 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 don't pronunciate some some letters and for me I was like all the time okay <laughs> until until I got it but yeah okay. it's it's really different same same thing with some even inside Brazil there are some accents that 
Uh, people from the south, it's hard to understand some people from the north and vice versa. So, so dialects, yeah. some dialects, right? Mm -hmm, exactly. Okay. It's okay. really interesting. Yeah, it's interesting for me that uh, so many countries do have it, like do have dialects that mm -hmm. north don't understand south and etc. And it's not a thing in Russia. No, it's a though. huge country. Yes, yeah, so and that's it's what I've one been language. <laughs> <laughs> we do understand uh, my mom from one side of Russia, mm -hmm. which is uh, Vladivostok, close to the China. Mm -hmm. And my father is from Moscow side, and which is another part of Russia, and they, they do understand each other with no issues. There's like zero differences. <laughs> mm, so we don't have dialects. So we maybe have different pronunciation of mm -hmm. like some letters, but uh, we do understand each other. So that's why for me, it's always like, what? Yeah, like, yeah, that, that's really cool. Yeah, as you said, it's a really big country. But one, one, one thing that I also enjoy noticing is when I hear some other languages and then I see some similarities with Portuguese, for example, or Spanish. And I see that at some moment, these, these languages were together or they influenced each other. Yeah, yeah. Because there's, there's so, there are some phrases, some words in Polish that are the base, the same, uh, in Portuguese. Uh, for example, biblioteca, mm -hmm. uh, serio. It's the same, same meaning, same, same phrase. Uh, miseria, all those different meaning. What is that? Miseria in, 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 in Portuguese, in any language, ah, okay. that? <laughs> what in is Portuguese that? is misery, like poverty. Ah, okay, okay. But in Poland is a, a, a dish made of uh, ogurki. Of... Okay. Yes. <laughs> so it's but, oh, wait, wait, wait. So it's the same word but different meaning. Yes, in this case, yes. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and one thing that I found recently, for example, that Portuguese has had some influence in Japanese language, like I would never imagine. Mm. Uh, but the word, the, it's a common word that, not common, but people know, arigato. Yeah, okay. That is, thank you. Yeah, thank you. It comes from the Portuguese, obrigado. No, come on. Yes, yes. I, I, Maybe I read, vice versa? No, no, because I read an article that, uh, well, Portuguese people were traveling a lot in the uh, five... 1500s mm -hmm. years yeah of all the navigations and they were trying to find spices everywhere so <laughs> so they they went uh through the season they stopped in in japan so they were uh doing commerce in there and they would say thank you in portuguese very often and the japanese took that so obrigado that's thank you in portuguese influenced japanese language at some point that they have arigato <laughs> That's so cute. Aww. Yes, yeah, it's really nice. It's yeah, really... sometimes when when you know more about the world, mm -hmm. you feel, you, at least myself, mm -hmm. yeah, I I feel that it's something like a one piece. Mm -hmm. We tend to think that okay, borders or whatever, mm -hmm. or you you make a step there or here, and it's uh, different. But it's more you are learning. Yes, exactly. You see, there's like, it's actually like one freaking piece and it's mm -hmm. beautiful. We all connected and it's like one, I don't know, <laughs> thing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I absolutely love it. Absolutely love yes, it. Yes, exactly. That's why, as I said, I love traveling and getting to know it because, yeah, it, it expands, it opens all your, your border, your borders that it should be open everywhere. But, uh, yeah, it's nice to see these these connections, and yeah. that's like we we are basically people, everyone, and 
we have our differences, of course, but that's what makes each one of us uh, special. And we should like just celebrate our differences and not, uh, uh, you know, deny them or, you know, get violent towards the different, be oh, scared yeah. Yeah, towards yeah. The, the, the different. We just should celebrate the differences. You had a topic about uh, LGBT, LGBT, yes. yes. So yeah. I was like, um, I was a little <laughs> bit nervous about this. <laughs> yeah, because, because if, if we spoke about it, I would be very loud about it. Ah. Because uh, there were, I was in the tram. Mm-hmm. In like three, uh-huh. <laughs> I was in the tram in Poznan, like Wednesday, 3 p.m. And there were two girls holding hands and they had the rainbows in their shirts and so on. Mm. And there was a, a guy screaming at them. I didn't understand what it was because it was in Polish, okay. of course. But I, I took my headphones out to just see how it was. Uh, and then this guy st- he stood up and started like talking next to their faces. So I was ready to intervene mm-hmm. if it, get, it got violent. What I understood by context was that um, one one of the girls, she was going to the driver to ask uh, him to stop the, the tram so they would call the police or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So when, when this girl went, uh, the guy went after her to stop her. The other girl stopped in front of him and he pushed her to, and she fell on the floor. Okay, wow. So when when this happened, I, I went running to, to, to stop him mm-hmm, of doing mm-hmm. anything to her. But uh, I wasn't fast enough because the other girl came back and punched him twice in the face. So that was a nice one. Uh, but still, the guy wanted to, to, to beat the girls up. Uh, thank God I, like, I was there. So I just stood in front of him and then he... He stopped. He was just talking and I couldn't understand. So, <laughs> yeah. It's a perfect, yeah. Uh, yeah. like, yeah, talk, talk shit I was, to me. I was really. just silent and he was cursing, probably. <laughs> I, I, I understood some curvas and so on. <laughs> but I was just staring at him to, so he would not do anything. And uh, this, this was a scary moment for me. Uh, but because, because I'm a foreigner, because... Uh, uh, I don't know like what would be the consequences because uh, like the moment that we are living in specifically in Poland now with all the hate and homophobia and so on. I was scared, for example, when two guys came behind me mm-hmm. and I thought that, okay, I'm the target next, but they were there to, to help me as well. So they actually kicked the guy out of the, oh, okay. of the tram. And luckily the girls were fine. Nothing uh, serious happened. Uh, but it is, it's really sad to see that these people nowadays, uh, they are not afraid of showing their, their hate Mm -hmm. because they feel empowered. They, they feel that nothing will happen to her if they show their, they hate, hate towards people. And it's sad to, to acknowledge that, yes, like, uh, Probably nothing will happen because, like, it's backed up by governments and police and so on. So this was an experience that I had here that was very, very strong, and it's sad that we are we are living in this uh, 
and these times like it's 2020 and and this is happening this is coming back you know and not only in Poland of course but uh, in in Brazil in US mm -hmm. uh, people like it, it's I think it's so stupid that people hate other people just because they are different or because they don't believe the same things as as you uh, and yeah and nowadays they're feeling empowered so we just have to find a way to to you know to make them ashamed again of of hating you know so with power of love <laughs> and some some punches in the face but was he drunk no it was three three in the in the afternoon because i saw like a, a lot of uh -huh. hate from drunk people mm -hmm. but once they are sober they behave i mm -hmm. never saw something that uh, yeah. that would uh -huh. like that crazy that you are describing I never saw but mm -hmm. once they're drunk yes I saw many cases ah, fighting yeah. in the drums uh -huh. kicking asses yeah I saw many things um, but that's the alcohol so you you are saying he was no he was completely sober okay. he, he was he was neck I think he was with his girlfriend mm. and she was silent not saying anything and and yeah it, it was sober so that's what I said like they are People like these, they are starting not to be afraid of hating people. And, and that's a shame because at the same time, uh, we allow it somehow because we were in a room full of people. Mm -hmm. And I think like me and these two guys were the only ones who, who stood up, you know, uh, because th that girl, she found the floor. She, she like the guy hit her mm -hmm. and... And no one reacted. No one reacted. People looked away, you know. Mm -hmm. So this is this is sad. And uh, like, as as long as these people are silent when when these things happen, these things will will, will keep happen. happening. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. So yeah. I, I I did it. I went there, and but uh, as I said, I was still uh, scared because like, what can I if I do something in here? If I eventually uh, get in a fight and like in a fight with a Polish person and I am foreigner, like uh, the, probably it, the, the law will lean towards me, you know, a foreigner with a police file, you know? So mm -hmm. yeah, but I, at the same time, I knew I couldn't uh, stay without doing anything. Yeah. 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 That's absolutely, that's, mm -hmm. yeah. That's the world we're living in, yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, are you because in, on your Facebook your icon is a uh, rainbow. How do you connect it to that, or you just support? It's just your I support? am I I am a ally. Mm. Yes, mm -hmm. I am heterosexual, but I am a ally. Uh, I have many many friends from the LGBT community, mm -hmm. and yeah, and I completely support. Even though I am Catholic. Christian, for example, mm -hmm. and I, I support uh, the LGBT community and so on. Uh, and when when I was younger, I, I was probably with a lot of prejudice, but thank God I have the best friends in the world, and like they were very <laughs> patient with me, and I was learning through through the years, you know. And I still have many things to learn, you know. We are always learning, mm -hmm. uh, but. Yeah, I think I think we we everyone you know can can learn uh, to to be better and do better 
and yeah, I'm just thankful for for my friends <laughs> for this because they they shaped more or less mm -hmm. uh, who I am, and I am uh, I'm proud, you know. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. How do you like it, by the way? <laughs> I love it, as I mentioned. Like it's Thank really great. So it's all cozy. And, <laughs> yeah, it seems really professional at the same time. It's cozy and. and Nice in general, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, and it, uh, I think it's a good advertising for my studio, and I really encourage you to come and be my guest. Uh, I don't know the whole Poznan, so please reach out to me. I'm looking forward to meet each and every person <laughs> here. Uh, like, I really, really want to hear your stories. And until the next time, see you later. Bye. See you. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> it was awesome. That's so great. Oh my.